My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Education in Daba on the voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape. And once again, a very big shukran to all our listeners for their participation to the program this evening. Just a reminder, our WhatsApp line 0722380712. To see if we cannot get a specialist in the field, you know, really to guide us in terms of what are the differences between uh, maths, uh, lit and pure mathematics and your applications to higher educational institutions and the impact thereof. And SMS from 5998 says Assalamu alaikum Foundation phase educators must make maths lessons fun in the class Group work must be done Different methods, very important SBST coordinator Well a very big shukran there to Rushana For that particular message Now moving on to the next segment of the program Last week Alhamdulillah uh, We were joined uh, in studio by uh, uh, Imam Faisal Alexander As we said the resident Imam At Masjidur Rashid out in Steenburg. Now, on the request of our listeners, we got uh, Imam back into studio just to continue with our discussion we started last week. So, Imam, uh, uh, welcome back and assalamu alaikum. Okay, Imam, uh, where do we want to start the discussion? Uh, I've reminded our listeners at the beginning uh, we spoke about the successful learner, we spoke about the Nia, we spoke about keeping a journal, which is introspection, we spoke mm. about briefly the importance of adhkar or salah and meditation uh, but maybe just to 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 have a different perspective where do we want to start this evening inshallah, yeah, inshallah bismillahirrahmanirrahim so um, tonight we are going to start with i just want to recap on the niyyah and maybe go a little bit more into into detail in that inshallah um, niyyah meaning aims and goals of a learner and um, before we're going to get to that though we are going to speak about the source of knowledge the ultimate teacher and also how to attain knowledge inshallah okay so you can start Im- immediately uh, imam right bismillahirrahmanirrahim rabbi shrah sadri wa yassir li amri wa hlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli so last week we spoke about the source of knowledge that we that we must acknowledge allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that allah is the source of knowledge allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-alim meaning the all knowledgeable and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his knowledge is such that not only knowledge of deen do allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the knowledge of everything allah says wa huwa bi kulli shay'in alim and how is the knowledge of allah there is nothing that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't know Allah can at no time be surprised with something new and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always knew everything. So this is the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the source of knowledge. So if any person is thinking that uh, when we're speaking about Allah and knowledge and we're only speaking about deen and verses of Quran, no. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the source of all knowledge and he says that Allah is knowledgeable over everything and whether it is engineering. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows of engineering Any theory that, you, that you're studying at varsity Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows about whatever you're doing at college Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and has the knowledge of that knowledge Because he is the, the source of knowledge Allahu Akbar <coughs> Then secondly in regards to knowledge Allah is not only the source of knowledge 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also the ultimate teacher. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ma lam ya'lam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught mankind that which mankind did not know. So with it is the inventor of the globe, the inventor of the radio, the inventor of the of the of, of anything, engineering, anything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught man that which man did not know. No person just went out and, and invented the globe. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught that person the knowledge to do that also. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ultimate teacher. How do we get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the ultimate teacher to teach us? Whichever subject that we are busy with, we, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكُرْ رَبِّي زِدَنِي عِلْمًا وَرَزُقَنِي فَحْمًا And say to them, O Muhammad, O my Lord, increase me in knowledge and grant me understanding. There is no other thing in the Quran which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says for the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we must ask an increase of except knowledge. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the source of knowledge. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the, the ultimate teacher. And how do we get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to teach us? How, what is the school fees that we must pay for the tutorship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We must make dua. And the best dua to make is the words of Allah and the words of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then also, to attain that knowledge, fear Allah, ittaqullah, wa yu'allimukumullah. When you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah will teach you. So, for a student to become successful, he must acknowledge Allah. He must want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a teacher because Allah is the best teacher. And he must make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he must change his life so that he can get the, the he can get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to teach him. So he must change his life for the better uh, so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can, can teach him inshallah. Inshallah. Shukran for that as we just remind our listeners that is Imam Faisal Alexander who is the resident Imam at Masjid al-Rashid. And we're looking at some study methods or study tips really uh, not only for our matriculants but anybody whether you're at university, whether you are in grades 9, 10 or 11 but really from an Islamic perspective and you know uh, taking our guidance from uh, Al-Quran and the Ahadith. Uh, Yasira, a quick comment from your side. I think earlier we made reference to, you know, we are so focused and sometimes think very segmented around, you know, our academics and then our dean. Mm -hmm. And so we think when we do the academics, we need to do A, B and C. And when it comes to our dean, we need to do another thing. And what Imam spoke about last week was, and even now in the recap, was that Allah is everything. So every knowledge, everything that you're going to do, Allah has written. Every intention Allah is aware of. And what we want to bring about is to make that near, have that intention and ask Allah. So regardless of where you find yourself in life, be it writing exams or, you know, sitting in madrasa, the concept remains the same around who is all-knowing, why we ask Allah for help, and be specific in what we need from Allah and it's not a once off mm. I think that's what Imam was alluding to not now because you feel pressured and, and anxious and worrisome now you want to ask Allah it should be a continuous thought mm. throughout and if you sit alone with Allah in solitude ask and make dua and say this is my struggle but you need to be open for Allah to help you yes well, shukran for that yes there's an SMS here from 6945 it says Ridwan I think here our learners need to listen carefully 
and don't be obstinate to do things without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In addition, well done, Sheikh. Everything we study is knowledge and education. Sheikh, where were you when I was at school? I think I would have done so much better. All the very best uh, to students. You are so fortunate. Alhamdulillah. Well, once again, a very big shukran to our listeners for their participation to the program this evening. Um, Sheikh, uh, we can continue. Okay, Bismillah. So we'll get into it immediately. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I'm going to say ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Ali Sayyidina Muhammad. <coughs> so, last week we spoke about the Niyyah and, and, and we are just going to do a recap of of the Niyyah. So, what we will do is the Niyyah, instead of calling it a Niyyah, we're giving it, we're giving it a different name. Mm-hmm. We're giving it aims or or goals. So that is basically what your niya is. It's your goal that you that you have for yourself. That is your niya. Now, the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says, "Fahijratuhu ila mahajra ilay." That, depending on the effort you are going to make, that effort, depending on the effort that you are going to make, you will achieve what you strive for. Mm. You will achieve what you strive for. If you're going to work hard at something, and then inshallah you will achieve that that thing that you that you have that you have strived for. So, uh, um, I'm going to ask a few questions, and and I would like the the matriculants and the uh, the those that are at varsity and at college that they must actually sit and listen and answer these questions mm. um, to themselves and for themselves, inshallah. The first question is, how badly do you want that thing which you are busy with? That thing which you want to achieve, how badly do you want it? And, and do you really want it for yourself? Or is that thing which you are studying, is it for somebody else or to please somebody, some, somebody else? If you are going to do something because your parents want that thing for you, that is maybe a good enough reason why you're studying it, yes. But when you're going to want that thing for yourself, then only, then only you are going to, you are going to, that is more better, and then only you will be even more dedicated. You will want to wake up in the morning for that thing which you have, uh, for that thing which you want to achieve. You would want to wake up in the morning early. Because you're excited to do that thing. However, if you're not going to have that zeal, that real desire and really want that thing bad, and then it is going to be where your mommy's going to circle to wake you up in the morning and you're going to turn from one side to the next side. No, I don't want to get out of bed. Why? It's because maybe your, 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 your intention, your, 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 your zeal for that thing that you want, it is not really a um, genuine, I would, if I brave enough to say that word inshallah and we are looking at some successful tips for our students not only those in matric who are studying uh, sheikh uh, so depending on the effort you are going to make and depending on the effort that you're gonna make you will achieve what you what you strive for the nabi says so that is hijra that that which he has has strived for he will attain that thing which he has strived for so um i mentioned earlier on i said i wanted to ask three questions and that each um, learner must must listen 
they must listen carefully and 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 they must answer these questions to and for themselves number one how bad do you want that thing do you really want it or is it for somebody else are you trying to to please your parents which is a which is a good thing you want to please your parents but once you do it for yourself and then you will be more dedicated to attain that thing number two are you being true to yourself what will happen if you are not true to yourself um, if you are not true to yourself then you will be someone that's gonna make like he's studying he's gonna make like he's studying and then um, when the ma- when when mother comes in or the mother comes in with a cup of coffee and is I shame man my kin of my daughters my my son of my daughters I study so hard I study so hard um, that will happen when when you are not really true to yourself and then what will happen when mother is out of the room and then you're gonna be back on on the phone you're gonna be back on WhatsApp and 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 playing games on your phone so you're going to make like you're studying that is if you are not true to yourself if you are true to yourself. If you are true to yourself, then no matter who comes in the room and wherever those people are going to go, you wouldn't want to go with them. Why? Because you're going to be busy studying. If mother is in the room or not in the room, you are going to be busy studying. Why? Because you want that thing and you are true to yourself. So the second question was, um, how true are you to yourself? Are you being true to yourself? Number three. What are you prepared to sacrifice for success? How bad do you want it? How true are you being to yourself? And number three, what are you prepared to sacrifice for for success? So if you answered the first two questions, then that will bring you to the third question. Uh, um, we mentioned last week, we mentioned uh, um, you can't want success. You can't want success and then be busy watching movies and watching series and going out with friends, have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, uh, um, sit on FB and WhatsApp, and then you just expect success. Someone uh, wrote last week, someone wrote last week in the WhatsApp, so they said, um, miracles do happen. And I just want to, I want to uh, um, just... Just before Imam do, uh, uh, hold on to that quick thought very quickly. There's an, a message here from 5325 via the WhatsApp line. It says, Assalamu alaikum. Why don't our schools practice muta'ala, which is preparation, and taqrar, which is revision? A night before the learner reads over tomorrow's lesson. Mm. On the day the teacher discuss it in class and the learner already has an idea. After school, the learner reads through the work again. They will never ever forget the work. It has been proven. Another SMS from 6945 says, I had a learner in tears a month ago because he was not doing things for himself. We had a good chat, alhamdulillah. Told him it's not because he's disrespecting his parents at all. He still loves them, but he has rerouted a couple of things. Mm. His granny says, now he is so much happier alhamdulillah well, once again a very big shukran to all our listeners for their participation either via the whatsapp or the sms line now Sheikh, we've got about two minutes before we break uh, for the walk of isha inshallah yeah so i just want to make mention last week somebody mentioned that miracles do happen <coughs> okay somebody said miracles do happen um if everyone is going to wait for miracles to to happen then we are not going to see progress and success in any person's lives ever. 
because this person is going to wait for a miracle. Imagine your father waited for a miracle for a job, or your mother waited for the miracle to happen. Um, so, so there will not be progress and success if every person is going to wait for a miracle. So rather than wait for a miracle, make the miracle happen by working hard to achieve what you want. And inshallah, Allah will let that miracle um, happen for you. That you will achieve what you what you want, inshallah. Amen. I mean, inshallah. Yes, uh, we come in from your side. Ridwan, you know, I'm listening to to Sheikh, and I'll probably elaborate a bit later. Um, but the questions that we need to ask ourselves, and they're pertinent ones. And you know, number two catches me because are you doing it for someone else or for yourself? And that, in alone, when you can answer it truthfully, would then um, pave the path for you to success. Because if I'm doing something and living vicariously through my parents or somebody else, mm. I will never truly be happy with myself, nor the choices I make from there onwards. So, a lot of in-depth questions Sheikh is asking, and the only way to come to the crux of who I am is to answer them truthfully. Inshallah, Ridwan. Well, Inshallah, shukran for that, Yasir. And then there's another message here from six nine four five. It says uh, all of these are obviously coupled with hard work. I think what the one is then saying, yes, it is. No, Marv, I'm, I'm just agreeing with the, with the listener as oh. the listeners um, writing the message to everyone, Marv. Uh, Sheikh, maybe I'll be just uh, something to uh, make us ponder as we go towards the Waqt of Isha, inshallah. Okay, and I'll conclude on this point also. Um, next question. We have four questions. How bad do you want it? Do you really want it for yourself? Number two, are you being true to yourself? Number three, what are you prepared to sacrifice for success? And number four, do you have Allah in your life? A scholar once said, if you really want something, make tajud, stand up in the night and ask of Allah. And if you don't, then you didn't really want it. So we conclude on that point. Inshallah. We are looking at the principles of being a successful learner. Just my attention to the WhatsApp line. There's a message here from 6945. It says, believe in miracles when making a dua. Allah is the owner of all conditions and nothing is beyond His ability. Well, once again, a very big shukran to our listeners for their participation uh, to the program this evening. Uh, let's give back to uh, Imam, inshallah. Yes, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. We mention as ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, early on we mentioned, we mentioned that uh, a person mustn't expect miracles to to happen you must work towards that thing which you want if every person is just going to expect miracles and then nobody's going to see progress anyway mm. um, you what we do is we go out whatever we intend to do we go out we put the effort in and inshallah Allah will grant you that miracle, but that is not without you making an effort to attain that. Um, then we mentioned, we mentioned the point, my concluding point before the, before the segment. I concluded with a point and I asked the question, do you have Allah in your life? Learner, do you have Allah in your life? Now, alhamdulillah, you... 
you 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 have reached a matric look at your life and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken you from grade R and now Allah has pushed you forward and today alhamdulillah you are in matric and it wasn't without any struggle it wasn't easy but alhamdulillah today you are in matric or you are in college or you are in varsity mashallah um, now we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that so um, uh, that was my fourth question that I wanted to ask do you have Allah in your life a scholar once said um, if you really want something then make tajud meaning give yourself over to Allah sacrifice for Allah and then you will get it for if you don't do that then it means you didn't really want it <clears throat> the successful learner must have a schedule and monitor his or her own self the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says Al-Qaisu madana nafsahu That the intelligent person is that person that takes stock of himself He does introspection And he, and he monitors What did I study yesterday as to what am I studying today So I've given a certain um, amount of time to one subject And, and today inshallah um, I'm giving a certain amount to to another subject. So the intelligent person is that person. He he takes he takes stock of himself. He does introspection, and then also um, last week we spoke about each learner must have a schedule because we are taught schedule. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Inna mu'minina kitaban that the salah has been has been decreed by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in its time. So we have Fajr in the morning, we have Dhuhr and we have Asr and if we, going, if we are going to, 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 to schedule our times according to, to the Salah then inshallah you will, have, you will have a schedule and a program for, for your life inshallah. Mm-hmm. Inshallah and I think uh, Imam you know Fajr is uh, at quite a reasonable time now. Especially now. Um, you know so that you can summa just stay, well, summa, well then you can just uh, remain awake after Fajr Salah uh, recite maybe a few verses of the Holy Quran and then maybe mm. just recap on your work I think that should yeah. set the tone um, you know for having a good examination well yeah. I think not only for uh, for a good examination inshallah later on <laughs> then we will discuss about um, just maybe just reading Quran um, before you're going to study even or whilst you are still learning for the for the for the year, whilst in class every day, then you just make a bit of du'a and you and you're making you reciting a little bit of Quran, and you giving that time to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So um, the third point that I would like to make for the successful learner, the successful learner must have at least a like for reading. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Iqra One of the first commands that came down um, That was revealed was This command of Iqra Read So um, by, by this revelation of this verse There is no Muslim That must, must really say I don't like reading mm. um, Okay sometimes you maybe don't have a love for reading but you must at least have a have a like for reading. You're not necessarily going to going to out to and uh, go and read thick books. No, you're not going to do that. But you must at least so now and then um, take 
a, 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 a section of your textbook or your reader and read an extract of that reader which you like. So maybe you you um, you 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 busy with geography as a, as a subject, and uh, one of the, the 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 sections in 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 your textbook um, speaks about Brazil for, for for that matter, and then um, you're going to read about Brazil about the cultures of Brazil or something. You're going to take something out of that textbook that you are going to have an interest in, and you're going to you're going to read that. And if you don't have that like for reading, um, and you don't and you don't want to read, then you have to force yourself to read them. Mm-hmm. But there is at no time that a person must say, I don't like reading and for therefore he, he or she never ever reads. No, if you don't have that love for reading, you don't have that like for reading, then you force yourself to read. And inshallah, with this way, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it, make it um, easy for you, for your effort that you are making, inshallah. I mean, uh, Nasheed, maybe Imam, one of the questions I have, you know, is that amongst some of the principles that we are looking at in terms of a successful learner, one of the things our schools promote these days are the issue around uh, group studying, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, we get some of the students together and uh, amongst them, they, you know, they assist one another to study. Mm-hmm. Is there maybe some principle in Islamic jurisprudence or in from the ahadi that one can take from you know that almost kind of supports this notion I'm going to tell you um, in the Madaris um, I'm also teaching at a, at, at a, an Islamic school mm-hmm. so um, what we do encourage is actually group study because at, um, at any given time in the class um, this one student might not have taken note um, about a particular um, section of the work as mm-hmm. the as the the one that is sitting next to him. So if they, if a few of them have have, have um, they, they they form a group to study. They must although although they must know they mustn't form the group to study so that they can speak about things about so they can speak about um, things that are not necessarily part of 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 what they are supposed to study. So you must. Obviously, must choose the people you are going to accept in your group. If somebody is very playful, then then uh, um, you need to set the boundaries and listen. Um, we're serious here. We're busy studying here, and and if we're not going to study, then then um, we're not going to succeed. We're not going to pass. So either you're going to get with the program, or inshallah, you can't be part of this program. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sometimes we just be here. Let's get a quick comment from you on that one. <laughs> I, I agree with Sheikh, and and peer learning is important. And I think when we share and discuss with our peers, we tend to be more focused. We tend to engage more because there is no pressure mm-hmm. in that peer learning group. Mm-hmm. And we tend to share. And I think, um, you know, Islam encourages to share your knowledge with others so yes. that others can become knowledgeable. So in that situation, that principle would apply. It's not for you to sit in isolation and keep the knowledge to yourself, mm-hmm. but to share that, that knowledge with your fellow students or anybody else around the dean or content that you're studying so definitely a lot of support for that and encourages and teaches children concession wins it my turn to speak not mm. to speak Mm-mm. so a lot of life skills built into that um, also Sheikh was saying you know we are studying this is serious so again making time for everything now is study time mm. and then we will have some other discussion during break but mm. now we need to be focused as a group and move forward as a group and so um, 
as much as it's promoted, you know, in all six, Ridwan, I think it's something good for our youngsters to see each other, you know, in a hard working environment and looking at the knowledge, I might have a different spin mm. on what is being taught. We've got about three minutes left, inshallah. Uh, just an SMS uh, that says, uh, Ridwan, I found learners who had better teaching strategies than the educator. Luckily, wow. the educator wasn't offended and encouraged it, alhamdulillah. That's not meaning to offend, but is an indication of how effective peer teaching can be and can take a lot of stress off the educator's back. Um, I'm just going to acknowledge another message here from 8828 uh, and then very quickly 6945 says peer teaching can also be play teaching. Let's give back to uh, Imam as we said uh, just to Imam Faisal Alexander just to wrap up the program inshallah we've got about two minutes left, two and a half now. Okay, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Um, the last point that I want to mention in terms of the successful learner Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, If you are grateful to me, then I will increase you, I will give you more. So a learner must appreciate what he or she has learned. And it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that has granted you the opportunity to learn. Allah granted you the opportunity to be in school. And also when you understand something or you're learning something, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is granting you the understanding of that thing which you, which you are learning. So we need to acknowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we need to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not only to Allah, but also to be grateful to your parents for, for allowing you to go to school to learn. Uh, be grateful to your teachers for teaching you whatever you have learned. Even be grateful to your great art teacher that has taught you up until, up until matric. And then also, after you have learned something, whether you understand it or not, say Alhamdulillah. Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting you the opportunity to learn. And um, if you are grateful to me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you are grateful to me, I'll give you more and I will increase you. So, so maybe if you are going to be grateful for that, that opportunity and that time, um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted you to study and whatever little understanding you got if you're going to be grateful um, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, that word it actually means that definitely Allah is going to increase you so uh, with these few words may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding and grant, make all our matriculants and those who are writing exams now, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make them um, successful. Amin. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Amin. Yasir, let's get a concluding remark from your side, but just also say very big shukran to Imam Faisal Alexander. As we said, uh, Imam is the resident Imam at Majdur Rashid out in the Steenburg area. Imam, it has been a pleasure having you in our company, and I'm trusting that our listeners have shared basically the same. Uh, it has been, as we said, we started the program last week. There has been a request that we invite Sheikh uh, back. Uh, to the um, studio, inshallah, there's a message here that says, My educator is currently in Mecca, alhamdulillah, and Allah, uh, and Allah, let make, let's make dua for him, and that is uh, Dr. Yusuf Lalkan. Uh, well, a very big shukran to our <coughs> listeners for that. Yes, alhamdulillah, I know that uh, Dr. Yusuf Lalkan also, uh, regular uh, on education in Daba, has uh, gone for Hajj, alhamdulillah, 
and we do ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept. Uh, Yasira, very quickly. Shukran to Sheikh and for the listeners <laughs> engaging. Okay, then just your saying, Yasira, for the week. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. From myself, Ridwan Ahmad, Yasira, Donus, and Imam Faisal Alexander. Until next time, inshallah, we say to you, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.